Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corm and Ken Shreve here with a look at the market for Thursday, June 8th, where we saw some gains, but volume was a question mark, Ken. Well, we did have a, a higher volume uh, decline on uh, Wednesday, where we got you know distribution day for the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. We saw some decent gains uh, today. Tech stocks rebounded a little bit, but volume dried up quite a bit, came in quite a bit lower than what we saw Wednesday. Uh, so uh, take that for what it is. Uh, but well, I wanted to revisit uh, Monday.com, M-N-D-Y, which is uh, still looking pretty good in this market. I also want to check in on a biotech uh, intracellular uh, therapies, ITCI. And finally, uh, buyers really coming into uh, Adobe stock ahead of next week's earnings yeah. report. So I just want to take a look at that one, too. All right, let's do it. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes today. The Nasdaq up 1% after yesterday's decline. You mentioned the S&P 500 up six tenths of a percent, the Dow up a half a percent, the Russell 2000 taking a bit of a breather today, but it's had a strong week down at three tenths of a percent on the day. So Ken, we got uh, what looked like maybe the start of a pullback for the Nasdaq yesterday, but back up again today. So what's your assessment? Well, the assessment, uh, what we've been uh, saying is that we're still in a confirmed uptrend. And, uh, you know, we talked about the selling that we saw in the software sector uh, yesterday. It was uh, pretty violent in, in, in some cases. Uh, there were some stocks that were falling in heavy volume, others that were, you know, falling in light volume. But, boy, you did see a lot of four or five, six percent uh, decliners uh, among top rated stocks uh, yesterday. So we rebounded uh, today in heavy volume and uh you know, I, I think that this, uh, I think the, like I said on IBD Live this morning, the um, the uptrend uh, still needs to be uh, respected here. I know that uh, the stock market bulls are, are looking at a, you know, higher volume decline yesterday and a lower volume gain today. Really not the interplay that you want to see. You want to see the declines in lower volume and gains in, in higher volume. So uh, just looking at the NASDAQ chart here, you do see two, you know, uh, above average volume declines uh, in, in recent uh, days. So that's important to monitor because that's just kind of a subtle form of distribution in the market. And when you see a cluster of distribution days, that's when you can really start to maybe not feel so good about the uh, uptrend. But with the NASDAQ still holding above the 10 day moving average here um, and distribution really fairly light. All right. I'm not sure if you muted Ken or if it was me, but uh, distribution fairly light at this time. So we'll get Ken's uh, microphone figured out, but I'm now going to go to the S&P 500 to compare. And, uh, you know, as Ken was uh, talking about, perhaps we could see some sort of a pullback for the NASDAQ. Not all too surprising, uh, given how extended it's gotten above those moving averages. An update for the S&P 500, uh, but a trading range developing here right under those August highs. So something else we're keeping an eye on. By the close, uh, just... 3.6% above the 50-day line, so perhaps some room to run there on the S&P. Let's also take a look at the Dow, up six-tenths of a percent or so today. We had a strong gain to end last week, and now we've gotten above that high, so a notable development there. Next stop, 34,000 perhaps. And let's take a look at small caps. As I mentioned, taking a little bit of a breather here uh, down less than half a percent today, but still on pace for a strong gain this week. Ken, 
Are you there? Can you hear me? All right, we're still troubleshooting Ken's. Uh, I think I'm back. Mike, still, still. Okay, we can hear you, Ken. Go for it. Talk to us about what we're seeing in small caps. Uh, well, you know, uh, really big gains in recent days uh, for the uh, for the IWM here. You can see this uh, index, even though it tried to go down uh, today again, it really just didn't really move much uh, from, you know, big gains uh, in yeah. recent days. So small yeah. caps uh, still showing uh, strength here. This was a, a really a, a high quality decline for the index, uh, just in light of the gains in recent days and uh, still still looking very good here and has, uh, you know, broken out of a, a downtrend. Yes, it has. And now we are going to take a look at IGB. This is the tech software ETF. And uh, we're actually going to put Ken on mute because of the background noise in the office while he continues to figure out his settings there. Thanks for bearing with us today, everyone. But anyway, here's a look at IGV. You can see the sharp decline that we uh, saw in many growth stocks like software stocks, also chip stocks in yesterday's session, but uh, notable declines uh, on Wednesday for software stocks, but bouncing here today. I think we have you now, Ken. Uh, I think I'm back. Does it yes. sound a little better? Okay. Okay. Just the, the gremlins are always at work. You never know when they're going <laughs> to, when they're going to pop up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So here again, you know, we saw that sell off in software stocks uh, yesterday and uh, IGV did rebound a little bit today. But again, you see that all the volume that came into IGM uh, yesterday and then kind of a low volume uh, rally today. So that's right. really not the, the interplay that we want to uh, see here. But, uh, you know, IGV still holding the, the 10 day moving average. And that, that's really the story in the market, even though we, you know, we saw some some pretty good selling yesterday. Uh, a lot of stocks are uh, the vast majority are, are still holding above short-term uh, support levels, just like the uh, the major stock indexes. Mm -hmm. And talk to us about what we're seeing with the 10-year Treasury yield reversing lower, breaking a four-day win streak. Yeah, well, we've got uh, we've got a Fed meeting uh, next week, and uh, the market right now is leaning towards uh, no change. And uh, you know, the Fed has been raising interest rates for for 15 months. Uh, 500 basis points in, in total. So it's looking like that they're going to uh, stand pat uh, next week and, and keep that Fed funds rate right at uh, five to uh, five to five and a quarter percent. Then when you go to the July meeting, you know, then the market's thinking, well, we may go up by another uh, 25 basis points here. So this uh, this 10 year yield, it, it went all the way up to three point eight two percent today, but then uh, started to weaken. Uh, we did see weakness in the U.S. dollar uh, as well today. So um to me, it looks like a, a long road back to that 4% level for the uh, for the 10-year yield. Uh, but, you know, we're just going to have to wait for that Fed meeting next week. And again, pretty, pretty confident. The market's feeling more confident that the Fed will keep rates uh, unchanged. But, uh, you know, what the what the policy statement says, uh, you know, that, that could fuel, you know, more strength in the 10-year yield uh, or it can continue to just kind of flail around here uh, below the 4% level. Right. And now let's take a look at Monday.com, because since we saw some heavy volume declines in the software sector, how do we find the ones that are showing resilience? We did get a pretty sharp percentage decline for Monday.com yesterday, down over six and a half percent. But if you look at the volume, it was just average. It wasn't a huge volume spike and still holding above uh, this recent trading range uh, that it has developed and snapping back today 
low volume though, but it's holding up pretty well despite yesterday's action, Ken. Yeah, it still looks like a stock that's uh, under some accumulation here. And, uh, you know, you pointed out the, the the recent heavy volume gains here. This is what you want to see. So it, it gapped above the 150 level when it reported uh, earnings, and then it just kind of bided time around 150, and then it started moving again in heavy volume. So you just look at the, the, the two recent uh, declines. Yeah, higher than the prior session, but uh, also below average. So uh, no surprise to see the accumulation distribution rating here uh, still very solid at uh, A minus. And uh, that just, you know, if you see a stock that's rising in heavy volume, falling in light volume, you're typically going to have a accumulation distribution rating of, of A, A minus, B plus, uh, something like that. If it's the other way, then you'll see that rating down to D or E. So uh, like how Monday.com has uh, pulled back, it was a you know sharp break of that 10-day moving average, but it looks to me like it's just rete- retesting that um, prior you know 171 uh, 89 uh, pivot here so it doesn't seem like an extended stock and uh, really has proven itself a high quality name in the enterprise software group just look at that revenue growth in recent quarters all right i think i'm having mic issues now too it's kind of a, a funny day ken funny funny day those uh, gremlins there all right i'm glad you can i'm glad you can still hear me hopefully that sounds okay all right well what i was going to say was On that move on earnings, it seems like for aggressive traders, that was an entry. Maybe they waited for it to tighten up and move out of that range a couple days later. Seemed pretty stretched by the time it broke out of the traditional cup buy point. Where might the next entry be? It seems like it needs to spend, you know, a little bit more time consolidating and let the 21 day line catch up ideally. I mean, to me, like a, a small little starter kind of feeler position here doesn't seem uh, doesn't seem crazy. I mean, ideally, uh, you know, buying that gap, uh, you know, was was a good place to uh, to enter the stock. But the fact that it's uh, still sitting near the top of this, uh, you know, cup uh, cup base doesn't uh, you know doesn't just doesn't look uh, too extended to me. If you go to the weekly chart, we'll just see where it is in, in terms of this uh, you know recent breakout. It's kind of right near the top of that uh, cup base. So if you're really Risk averse, you can kind of wait and do it, wait for some sideways trading here and see if you get an alternate uh, entry. Uh, but the way the stock is digesting gains uh, so far this week tells me it's still a you know pretty pretty strong stock and uh, under accumulation. So um, you know, still looks pretty good here to me. Yeah, under accumulation in a big way with those weekly volume spikes, no doubt. Now let's take a look at ITCI. This is Intracellular Therapies, a biotech stock. And this group, Ken, is now eight out of 197. So back in focus here. And I remember we looked at this stock earlier in the week. I believe it was uh, Monday you were talking about this stock being potentially actionable as it was bouncing off of its moving averages. Yeah, I think, uh, well, we were talking about it on IBD Live uh, earlier this week, but uh, yeah, I like I like the look of the weekly chart here. So this is, uh, you know, a stock that is, uh, this is when you see a test of the 10-week moving average, uh, this is what you want it uh, to look like. Even volume so far, it's not huge volume this week, but it is going to be, you know, higher than what we saw uh, last week. And you can also kind of look at this big pattern here as almost a, a cup with handle uh, base, and it's just kind of drifting lower in, in light volume and forming that 
uh, handle area here. So I think this is a good biotech to, to watch. Uh, they're doing a lot of uh, innovative things. They do have a, a, a drug, a marketed drug that is generating meaningful uh, revenue that treats uh, by a form of uh, bipolar uh, depression. Uh, so, you know, this is, uh, you know, you can see the triple digit uh, revenue growth here. Uh, the fund sponsorship is always, uh, also very impressive at uh, ITCI. Uh, got some uh, got some funds in the um, you know IBD mutual fund index that that own uh, shares and you can see uh, you know nice uh, nice ramp up in uh, fund ownership in uh, in recent quarters so for a biotech it's not profitable yet but uh, you know you, you have that good revenue growth and you have good fund sponsorship that's a, a good starting point to, to know that you've got you're looking at a, a good stock to, to research and the technical picture here looks uh, you know very strong as well another stock to me if you go to the daily chart you know uh, showing signs of um, you know accumulation it, it kind of kind of worked it worked its way higher on the right side here notice when it tried to decline yesterday it declined and then closed all the way up near its high so um, I think just overall it looks uh, it looks good and I like the, the revenue growth and the fund sponsorship here too thanks Ken last on our list is Adobe reporting earnings next week software giant and it too is part of this AI craze uh, recently announcing some AI capabilities for some of its design products. We've got earnings coming up in a week. So next Thursday, a strong move today in some volume. And, uh, and this was that AI hype those couple of days there uh, in on 525 and 526, especially seems like it cleared an early entry at that po point, Ken. But what about now? Has this really paused long enough? And now are we getting too close to earnings to really do anything about it here? Well, you know, again, the, kind of the theme today is uh, under accumulation, right? So uh, Adobe, as it uh, crossed that 400 level uh, and just before that uh, volume was, uh, was, was pretty heavy, uh, you know, it fell uh, sharply yesterday in, in higher volume. But look at the volume uh, today. It actually rallied back in even higher volume. Now, there was more AI news here. They have this um, uh, Firefly uh, generative AI model that they kind of released for enterprise uh, customers. So users, um, you know, can generate uh, images via um, uh, text. Um, so, you know, interesting uh, nonetheless. And uh, the weekly chart here, you know, it's really at the top of a long uh, consolidation, which I think is uh, is uh, compelling here. And uh, the pattern rec is uh, kind of recognizing that. So you've got, you know, several up weeks in a row, but this uh, this stock would fit the bill for uh, an option trade. So it is the focus of my uh, earnings uh, preview column uh, that will appear over the weekend. Very light in terms of earnings next week, but we do have Adobe and Oracle. Uh, so I decided to take a look at a, a call option trade for Adobe this week. Nice. And yeah, in terms of you know, being too late to do anything about it, the reason I say that is IBD typically likes to have some sort of profit cushion heading into the report. And so, of course, the closer you get to earnings, uh, the you know greater chance it is that you're not going to have a profit cushion. But a way around that is with earnings, Ken, uh, because uh, you can get a slightly out of the money call option and then your downside risk is the premium you pay for the option. 
Yeah, yeah. So I just uh, at the time I was looking at a th- uh, four thirty-five uh, strike price. So depending on where it's uh, trading uh, next week, you just want to look at the underlying stock price and pick a pick a strike price that's either you know very close to where the stock is trading or maybe just a little bit slightly out of the money uh, call option. So when I was looking at the four thirty-five call, it was a trade a little over four percent downside risk, uh, expiring January twenty-third, I think is uh, or January twenty-sixth, whatever that Friday January is. January or June. Uh, so June, June. Yeah, I have the month wrong and the date wrong. But whatever, uh, Friday, Friday uh, is either Friday June following. 20, yeah, the Friday uh, following uh, next week. So, uh, but I think it's uh, setting up well for an option trade here. And uh, I mentioned, you know, buyers definitely coming into the stock ahead of earnings. Uh, expected to see another quarter of a bottom line and top line growth. And uh, I think Adobe is pretty well positioned here. Yeah, and next Friday would be the June sixteenth expiration. So check out Ken's article for all the details on that. All right. Thanks so much for watching, everyone. We We made it. We made it. Uh, (laughs) Technical difficulties and all. Thanks for hanging in there with us, everyone. I just want to point out, speaking of audio, it's very important to have good audio because as uh, the stock market today is now available on podcast versions. So if you go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you're on the go and you just want to listen to this, you could join hundreds of others who are already doing so. So you can find Stock Market Today with IBD wherever you get your podcast. So check it out. And uh, now that we've gotten all the audio glitches out of the way, it'll be smooth sailing from here. Also want to flag investors.com slash events. Definitely want to stay up to date on our guest lineup for our various shows. And I want to flag that it is leaderboard free access week. So uh, if you are interested in looking at the leaderboard team's picks, analysis, stocks on our watch list and uh, stocks that we're adding to leaderboard, go to leaderboard.investors.com and get started with that today. And you can also check out a webinar that Ken and Justin did yesterday at investors.com slash videos. Just scroll down to the webinar section, Ken. Yeah, it was a good, uh, good, good, uh, good webinar that we did, and we've been busy uh, with leaderboard. Had a, a nice day of uh, outperformance uh, today with several, uh, you know, top top gainers. So uh, we've been we've been busy. We've been kind of increasing our exposure uh, a little bit and uh, added a, a new name to the watch list as well today. Great, busy, busy. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.